How you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him, Ewan Cameron. You all right, Ewan? I'm not bad, mate. A good weekend. I was at Tynecastle yesterday mm-hmm. for a stunning 4-1 win against Dundee United. They've not had a great week, have they? No, they haven't. I actually believe that today's show should be brought by the number seven. <laughs> <laughs> We've got intern Callum here, who's our producer, and... How'd you get on in Amsterdam? Good you had time. a blast, mate. Yeah, yeah, good. The yeah good. There, there was um, there was pictures of you on the telly from Amsterdam. Yeah, you know the the guy falling asleep. That's yeah. intern Callum. You know. Yeah. Can we establish that it wasn't because I don't look like him? <laughs> I don't want people to think like two peas in a pod. But mate. there is a picture of you with your sunglasses on, and you look rather downbeat. Yeah. At, at what point in the game was that picture taken on the telly? Six nil. Six nil. Yeah, so right. just before the seventh right. went in. Because okay. it was seven nil in the end. And you stayed to the end, yeah? Very bitter end. I clapped Jack Ross. I clapped the players. I How think sad. that I think that I think that's fair enough. Nah, I would do you, that. You get you get me to dodge if you're getting hammered. Nah. I remember when hearts were getting beat by Rangers three nil many years ago at your castle. <laughs> uh, you'd, no, you'd have been delighted. I walked out I walked out at halftime and I even walked out of the stadium yesterday before the fourth goal was scored because I needed to get the number four bus to Haymarket so I could get the train at five past five. A but pathetic. the game was done and dusted. We're 3-1 up at the time. Pathetic football fan. Right, by the way, thank you to Richard Foster who joined us last week. Uh, Micah Richards as well. We'll be looking back at all the weekend's action. We'll check in if Scottish football were capital cities. Some brilliant ones came in over the last week or so. And remember, you can find us on all your usual podcast providers on Twitter via Big Football Scott, and we're on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook too. Just search the big Scottish football podcast. Uh, right, we also have a special guest for the entirety of today's episode, and we put a picture up on Twitter last night, and it was wrong guesses only. So Some good. of these were amazing. Is it Kate Middleton? <laughs> so good because of the jacket. Because of the jacket. Yeah. Uh, we had Charlene Spiteri, uh, Nicola Sturgeon, Kat Harvey, uh-huh. uh, Rebecca Vardy. That would that would be a big one if we got if we got Rebecca Vardy on and Budge, Gabby Logan, Donald Duck, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's none of those people. I'm <laughs> delighted to say that we have the face of Scottish football on Sky Sports, plus BBC Golf, many many other places. You'll know her very well. Ailey Barber, welcome to the Big Scottish Yay, Football Podcast. Thank Ailey. you for having me. Oh, listen, it's amazing to be here, and I believe that you and you and go back, not in that sort of way. But <laughs> Let's clarify that. <laughs> so you met. She wishes. <laughs> you, you met Ailey many years ago, Ewan, is that correct? Many, many years ago, me and Ailey became friends. <laughs> and, and we hung out quite a bit. And I was in a flat with Ailey many years ago. There was other people in the flat, can yeah. I add, including Pussycats as well. But we'd been in a night out. <laughs> uh, we'd been in a night out at a quiz in Shawlands. Yeah. And uh, Ailey wasn't particularly good because she was half cut. Um, she doesn't know, I, feel, she, I feel we've gone into like some sort of weird... 
memory that you have. Yeah, exactly. like, do, you know, do, you know, do you not recall any of this? No. I think, are, you, are you suggesting I'm making this up? You're I think, sat here. I think I'm you've f- fantasised this. No. Year and, uh, so, so we met then, uh, but we met before that when I was working at Real Radio. Well, do you remember Real this? Radio. Oh, here we go Real again. Radio, we did a football phone and it was really good. Oh, what <laughs> phoned up and I went for coffee. Right, working at Real Radio was a big part of my life, right? I was there for, what, 14 years uh, of my you life. You, you barely mentioned and, it. And I met a lot of people and I met Ailey Barber. Mm-hmm. And the first time I ever met Ailey Barber was she was knocking on the door looking for a job at now, Real Radio. I'm going to come Which in Which you didn't give me. I was going to say that. <laughs> because Ailey, what was the feedback that you gave you? Um, I think it was the usual, yeah, we'll keep you in mind. Mm-hmm. You and in I mind. also didn't think she was ready. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think she was ready for the big step up to play. Yeah. Um, but can I just be honest? Two months prior to Ailey knocking on the door, we'd just hired Michelle Evans, who went on to work with the PFA. You know Michelle I Evans, do know don't Michelle, you? Yeah. So we just hired Michelle Evans. We'd also just hired. Sounds like Ma- excuses to me. Mark Benstead, who you work with at Sky Sports now. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had a positive impact on so many people's lives over the years. But I mean, not Ailey's. No, 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 no. By knocking back Ailey, she said, I'm going to prove him wrong. And she went Shut out. <laughs> she she, she went. No, come on. Whenever you get a knockback, what you want to do is prove people wrong. And I was her first knockback, right? So she's went out. She went. I'm going to prove him wrong. And look at her now. BBC Sport, Sky Sports, the golf, football focus, match of the day. She's done it all. And that's because back in the day, I knocked her back. I thought you were going to say it, and that's all because of me. <laughs> and it's the modest thing that I love about I'll you. And... I'll tell you something else who I worked with who went on to bigger and better oh, things. Really? Wait, oh, this is a kind of Donald guy. Trump. I give you a chance in life, okay? And it's up to you what you do with it. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Ailey? I gave you your chance. I sat in reception with you for 20 minutes, and I gave you my words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Yes, does yeah. any of that chime with you, Ailey? Did you turn us? I, I, did, I knocked on a lot of doors. I mean, I, I'd like to say you were my first knockback, but I have no idea. There was a lot of knockbacks. Um, do you know who um, else? Yeah. Do you know who else I, I worked with? And she read my news when I did the football phone-in, and we called her Harry. Ruth Davidson. Oh, yes. Ruth Davidson. I started my career at a place called Kingdom FM, which mm-hmm. is in Fife. Did you work with Ruth Davidson as well? No, oh. she was just before me. So but she, she was there. She was a newsreader there. Well, she was, she's from Buckhaven, I'm That's right. She was my newsreader for a year, and whenever she came on... The radio, we'd play the Harry Potter music. Why? Well, when she puts her glasses on to read the news, oh, she right. looks like, she a like, like, like Harry Potter. Yeah, so I mean, so, so, so there, look at that. So, Ruth so you, worked for you, me. You, you bullied her. Yeah, she bullied Ruth Davidson, is what happened. You bullied Lee Barber. Yeah, you bullied <laughs> Mark Benz. No, you, you can add all that. <laughs> Once again, I end the podcast. It will not be in it. So, you had a positive impact on Ruth Davidson. Yeah, well, there you go. Well Although done. she's not ended well up in a better place. Yeah, she's in the House of Lords now, so I suppose. Uh, right, Ailey, thank you so much for uh, being on. Busy weekend for you. Yeah. Um, so you're obviously doing Sky Sports yesterday. You were doing something else on Saturday. Were you doing final score? I was Saturday? doing final score, yeah, down in Salford. Oh, tremendous. I mean, mm. I think shows like that are so good because you've got all the goals coming in at the one time. Does it totally mess with your mind? Like, because you'll be hearing everything, you'll be dotting around grounds and all the rest of it. I walk out and I have no idea what any of the scores are <laughs> yeah. at all. 
I've <laughs> spoken about it for three hours. Yeah. No idea. No yeah. idea. So if you've got a coupon on, you still don't know if still you've won. Still don't know. Can't even work out if I'm doing well in my fantasy team. Nothing. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Let's chat about the game yesterday then. Uh, we'll get to Hearts in just a wee second. We'll work in reverse order. So it was a cruise for Celtic, wasn't it, Ailey? You were there at Rugby Park hosting the coverage for Sky Sports. And... Uh, Jota's really quite good, isn't he? Yeah, he's not bad, is he? He's yeah. not bad at all. He's yeah. He's, I just I love watching. Those are the kind of players you love watching, and you don't know what he's going to do. And he seems to do a lot of very good stuff. So en- enjoy yeah. him while you can. He will not be a Celtic player next oh, season. The, the Dooms master over no, there for I, Celtic I, fans, I, isn't no, no, it? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think he is that good that he will be snapped up for 25, 30 million next year. I think he's that good. Yeah, I, I think he's excellent, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's what Celtic do. They bring in players for quite a lot of money in Scottish terms and then sell them on for a lot more. So that's their model. Uh, obviously, goals uh, from Kyogo as well, from Jens, from Starfield, and Giacomakis with his overhead kick as well. So an absolute cruise for Celtic yesterday. Three wins from three from them. They are top of the table. Uh, yesterday, you and Cameron, you were at Tynecastle. Brilliant. To see another thumping one for Hearts. Yeah, it was a full house. 18,000 plus at Tynecastle. It was a great atmosphere. Hearts got off to a brilliant start. 1-0 up after 45 seconds. Lauren Shanklin coming back to haunt his old team sorry about that intern Callum mm-hmm. you had him in your team you let him go I turned on the TV just after the game had started and I couldn't believe it I, I, I thought I was watching the wrong game so it was 1-0 with two minutes in Yeah, and I but knew it was. I knew it would be him I can, just knew it can I just say there's a lot of Dundee United fans out there who are not happy with Jack Cross at the moment after what happened on Thursday night and what happened yesterday but can I say this stick with him persevere with him and I'll tell you why seeing that first half even though Hearts were 1-0 up, I thought Dundee United played some really decent football. I know Jack Cross is saying publicly, we were rubbish for 90 minutes. No, you weren't, eh? I thought you were not bad in that first half. You play some decent football. You don't have the cutting edge. And I was surprised you didn't start with Stephen Fletcher. He did make a difference when he came on, but by that time, the game was gone anyway. So I think Dundee United will be fine this year. So don't get too upset with Jack Cross. And I, rem- I was reading a tweet yesterday, which I thought was a brilliant tweet. It was about Jack Cross from a Dundee United fan. It was from a guy called... Chris Finn Jack Ross remains unfazed on the sidelines as he remembers that a pair of slim tapered chinos he ordered from Zara will be arriving tomorrow morning (laughs) (laughs) I think he's very good I mean Ailey obviously you know, we are, you're a St Johnston fan, very successful over the last five years or so, or eight years or so, going back to the, the Scottish Cup in 2014. Thanks for bringing uh, that up as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Dun- Dundee I wasn't going to either. Yeah. But he has. Yeah. So please. And yeah. <laughs> that was a great day. <laughs> great day. Yeah, I, I could imagine how great a day it was. Uh, I'm a Dunfermline fan as well, so used to having zero success. See, like, you know, it's tough time for Dundee United this last week or so, but Jack Ross is obviously a good manager and Dundee United have a very good team, I think. They do. See, 1-11, to 11, I think they look pretty decent. So, as Ewan says, it's just a case of trying to stick with Jack Ross, isn't it? Has to be. I, have, I always think you should stick with managers. And I've said it, I think, I look back um, over how long I've supported St. Johnson and I think we've had eight or maybe nine permanent managers in your lifetime in in, In your lifetime since I started going to watch them in about 94-ish that's good going isn't it for a club yeah exactly I I don't believe in quick fixes and managers in and out the door Sandy Clark would have still been the manager of St. Johnson (laughs) basically (laughs) no but I mean you look at St. Johnson we could have easily got rid of Callum Davidson last season easily could have and I know it was a bit of a doing on Saturday at Ibrox but I do think that we look a better team this season than we did last season. But so you're still not scoring goals. You don't look like you're scoring goals either. You're struggling no. in front of goal. We've, we've 
we've scored this season. We're already yeah, doing that. better than last season. We didn't have a really high one to set, to be honest. You're very, you're very loyal to your manager, as you just pointed out. Yeah. But should they have got rid of Callum Davidson? No. 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 Are you happy you can't get start? rid of Cal- you can't get rid of a manager after winning two trophies. They got rid of Claudio Ranieri after winning the Premier League title. Same season after. But, yeah, but I don't really you don't believe buy into in that. that. I don't, don't. I don't buy into that. And I think I think for me, I think Jack Ross should still be a Hibs. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think That's Hibs made a huge error there. So mm. we agree on that. But I think Callum Davison got lucky. If he'd been at any other club, they'd have got shot of him. Would you agree with that? Possibly, yeah. but I, I still don't think it was the right decision to get. Rid of him last season. I think he probably needs to have a good start this season. Yeah, but you can't. You can't get rid of a manager after winning two trophies. I know it's all no. ifs and buts and stuff like that. But you know, if St Johnston had have been relegated last season, mm. would that change the conversation? Mm, no. Or no? Do you think? Do you think he's got enough credit in the bank because of the two cups? Yeah, and I don't see if if we. I mean, it's all hypothetical. Yeah. If yeah. we'd got relegated, though, what does a change in manager do really? Correct. No, that's a good he, point. You know, he's he knows the club, he knows the players he's got, he'll know the players that he can bring in. Yeah. And it's about getting back up. If you don't get back up the next season, then, then maybe. Yeah. But just, yeah, just I, for I, context, don't, I don't do the quick fixing. Um, you and I do a show on a Saturday, the Big Saturday Football Show. And uh, how many times have you called for Robbie Nielsen to be sacked on that show? Just uh, just remind me. Yeah. And last season it was four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Last season when they rolled to third place. In the championship season where they absolutely scooshed the league, yeah. it was probably about eight times because every time they dropped points, yeah. Ewan was like, that's it, get him out of the door. So the week before when I was on the big Saturday football show with Stephen Mill, I was calling for Robbie Nielsen's head, right? I wanted him out the door when we were in the championship. We were stinking in that league, right? We weren't playing good football. And um, I even tweeted hearts directly, get rid of Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> Four days after that, I was out for a walk with Kat. And who was walking up the street towards me? Robbie Nielsen. And I was like, I've never been so scared in all my <laughs> life. There's Robbie Nielsen walking right for me. And I then decided to walk to Kat's left so that she would then face Robbie Nielsen, I would hide behind Cat, and then he just walked past. He just nodded at me. I mm-hmm. nodded at him, and then I looked behind me as I walked away. <laughs> Does that make not sure. make you reassess calling for people to be sacked? See, in football, it's it's a, it's it's a, it's a, it's a results driven game, and you do get rather upset and angry and up and and, and quite passionate about your team. But Robbie Nielsen's results at Hearts have been very very good in both his spells. Okay. Keep moving on. What about Callum, <laughs> Ca- Ca- Callum Davidson? Honestly, <laughs> Callum Davidson. Yeah. So did you just call me a clown? You I just call me. A, I did call edit you a clown. that out. Yeah, I definitely will. No, <laughs> clown. Uh, right, uh, four 0 to Rangers on Saturday. Uh, Tillman uh, with Colac as well. Uh, Scott Arfield and Tom Lawrence with the goals there. Let's talk about Livingston versus Hibs. I called this on Saturday. You did. I fancied Livy. You did on Saturday, did and you it put was them a, on your coupon. I didn't. No, I put Ross County in. <laughs> Stead, no, well, I put Livingston and then I also put Ross. Ross County. County. Did you put yeah. Livingston in your coupon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, can you two not just text me and tell me what you're going to do with your coupon? Maybe I might win some money. <laughs> you can do the opposite well, from what we do. Yeah, yeah exactly. we both put Ross County, so yeah. you don't want our yeah. tips, do you? And I think this is going to be Hibs. I've said this, I think Hibs are going to in for a bit of a, a shocker. You think season. they'll struggle, don't you? Yeah. Do you they... think they'll struggle, Ailey? Hibs? Do you think they're the not, six, top not six? so much now they've got Martin Boyle back? Right. So do you and think they're top six? And once they get Kevin's bit back as well. Good point. Top six, bottom six? Bottom. 
Do yeah. you think bottom six? Do you? Yeah. I See, think, I've said top six all, all, all since the start of the season. Now, what you might not be aware of, Ellie, is you and Hayes Livingston as well. I don't. Um, it's a, I, I have an ongoing theme. An ongoing theme on the show. Um, but I think Livingston are going to finish top six. A lot I, of people think I've got a West Lothian agenda. An anti-West Lothian an agenda. An anti-West Lothian agenda, and I really don't. Yeah, I, you, you kind of do. I just don't you think Livingston do. offer too much to the Premier League. That's I mean, all. I don't but, like the plastic pitch, and I'm going to keep saying it. And I'm, and 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 I don't. I just don't like him for that reason. I think Martindale's a great character and a personality, like Marvin Bartley as well. He's a lovely guy. I've met him, and he's got a Rottweiler like me, so mm-hmm. we share something in common. Yeah, he's true. inviting me for a walk in a park, so I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, a weird DM. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I met him at Dunfermline. Did you? The last game of the season against Queens Park. God, that was grim. That was grim. I walked to it halfway through that game as well. Yeah. It was awful. You lost 2 1 in that game. Yeah, thanks for Can that. Can I name drops out there as well that when I was in Alkmaar for Dundee United getting thumped by Azad Alkmaar, uh, Marvin Bartley was just laughing at me in my Instagram <laughs> DMs, genuinely, every 10 minutes to be like, ha, ha, another one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this. Lovely character. Yeah, Lovely great guy. guy. Yeah, great guy. Right. Uh, Livingston 2, Hibs 1, it finished. Um, so, crack result for Livy. And uh, that's two wins from three for them. Probably the shock of the weekend. Aberdeen 2, Motherwell 3 on Saturday. First win for Stevie Hamill as Motherwell boss. Aberdeen, after that thumping win against St Mirren the week before, all of a sudden forgot how to defend and it looked like last year's Aberdeen. Coupon buster, really. Yeah, new manager bounce. I take it all back. <laughs> exactly. Sack them all. Sack them all. We were actually talking about the, we were actually talking about the new manager bounce, bounce on the, the big side of football yeah. show. And none of us believed it would happen this time round. We thought, no chance. Aberdeen at home had thumped St Mirren. They're going to win this quite comfortably. And there you go, new manager bounce. Steve Hamill gets the job done, 3-2. One thing I would say is Miofsky's goal was an absolute oh, belter again. Like, like he, him as well. He looks very good, doesn't mm. he, Ailey? Like He's going to, he's going to be Ho- scoring a lot of goals. Hopefully he gets a little tight hamstring for the weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. Are you playing them at the weekend? <laughs> yeah. Where is, where is that? Is that McDermott? Is that St McDermott? I think it's McDermott. Yeah, McDermott. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, elsewhere, as we mentioned, uh, another coupon buster for Ailey and I. Uh, St Mirren won Ross County. Now, all of a sudden, Ross County bottom of the league, no points, and they played Mar- well. I know. I yeah. watched the highlights against St Mirren again. They played well. Mm-hmm. None at the game though. Malcolm McKay's a good manager. They'll be fine. They'll also, miss Reagan. Uh, Reagan Cook as well. Obviously, the goal from Richard Tate was an absolute scream. Mm. Such a good goal. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, mate. I do watch football. Yeah, you should. I mean, I work. I work in football, so I clearly watch it because you want my opinions on it. So yes, it was a beautiful goal. So would you say that's the goal of the weekend then, Richard Tate? Um, what other ones would you? I said, Barry McKay's goal was good. Mm-hmm. You you were at the game, so that doesn't count. What, so don't, mm, I thought Jota's goal was good. Jota's goal. Barry McKay. Mm, I mean, I'm what, what? I'm sort of thinking perhaps a goalkeeper. I yeah, mean, it's almost like he's him. terrible, isn't it? Absolutely brutal. Do you think the goalkeeper should do better there? Yeah. Right. Okay. So what's the goal of the weekend for you, Jota? Maybe um, you were there. You saw it live. Yeah. It was. It was very good. Does it beat Richie no. Tate at St Mirren? Mm, I don't think it does. It well, doesn't. It's very cool. I just loved how Richard Tate basically passed it into the top corner. Yeah. Just passed it into the top corner. I'd, 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 I'd probably go for Jota, if I'm being honest. I think the power and the accuracy of it, mm. centre of the goal. 
I think we're going to get a lot of those goals from Jota, though. I don't know if Richard Tate's going to do that again this season, so I'm going to give it to him. A very good Tate. point. A very good point. Crawler. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's drop down into let's, the... Ch- let's look after the wee teams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talking off, let's drop down into the championship. Uh, so, as... As usual, it's going to be really tight in the Championship all season. Um, we mentioned this last week. So many draws. There was actually only one this weekend. Um, but, you know, there's a much a muchness of many of the Championship teams. Dundee are obviously going to be favourites. One again on Friday night against Arbroath 4-2. Uh, I was actually in the presence of uh, Tom O'Brien, or Tam O'Brien, the Arbroath captain. And he was kind of saying the same thing. He was saying, like... You know, we could either get relegated or we could finish second again. Are we playing top trumps of name dropping today? <laughs> well, I, we all I seem mean, to be name dropping. No offence to Tam O'Brien, but you know, Tam O'Brien's probably the least sort of famous person that we've spoken about so far. But we're still say. name dropping, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I know. But anyway, so Dundee back on track, two wins in a row for them. Uh, Dundee have to be favourites, but you know we've seen before it doesn't always work like that in the championship early no it's such a tough league I know all too well having spent a lot of time watching mm-hmm. my team down there but from my point of view Dundee Derby yes. I'd love to get them back totally that's why that's why Livingston need to go down no that's Dundee why, back why, no there are 12 teams in the top line why did Livingston have to be the one no, to go down that's why we need Dundee United relegated again <laughs> and then we can have the Derby in the championship and then everyone's happy I, I think Dundee will uh, walk the league and again again I, I like the people at Livingston I just don't think they offer too much as a football club <laughs> Why do you keep honestly? I want Dundee to replace them. That's why. Well, I don't think Livingston are going to get relegated. Do you think Livingston are going to get relegated? Nah, no. unfortunately. Right. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Anyway, a decent win for Dundee. Uh, are both yet to win this season so far? Two-two uh, between Hamilton and Ayr on Saturday again. Looks like it's going to be another tight one. Uh, Inverness though. Decent start to the season. Unbeaten. 4-1 winners against Cove Rangers. Uh, Austin Samuels on the score sheet uh, a couple of times. Then we've got Nathan Shaw and uh, Aaron Doran as well. Cove, they're sort of... you. They're not quite adjusted to the championship yet, I think. Even though they've got a decent side, and I think they will be fine, they've still not really found their feet at that and, level. And also lost their manager, let's not forget. Of course, Paul yeah. Hartley went down south, didn't he? So, um, yeah, it's yeah. going to take a wee bit of time to adjust to that, but they'll be all right. Partick Thistle... What's going on there? So they won at Dundee. They won at Dundee on the opening day of the season. Since then, they haven't won, even though there's only two matches. They lost to Queens Park, three-two on Saturday. Um, again, Queens Park coming up th- uh, via the playoffs and beating Dunfermline and Airdrie in the process there, and uh, that is their first win of the season. So congratulations to Queens Park, and finally, first win of the season uh, for Wraith Rovers as well. Uh, they were beating uh, Morton by two goals to one there. Let's drop down into League One very quickly. Dunfermline, three wins from three, more importantly. Nobody cares. Nikolai no, Todorov with Moving the goal against Montrose. Uh, FC Edinburgh beating Alloa at Alloa by four goals to two. Kelty Hearts having a bit of a shocker. Three defeats so far for them, and it was 3-0 again on Saturday 3-1 was the result at the Falkirk Stadium let's talk about ahead. that Let, let's, let's really talk really about that win for Falkirk. Uh, amazing win really for Falkirk that somebody here is writing him off because he's a Dunfermline fan he's quite narrow minded mm. doesn't look at the bigger picture yeah. doesn't realise that Falkirk and Dunfermline are huge football clubs and deserve to be in a well they don't deserve, they don't deserve to be in, they deserve where they are at the moment but they are 
big football clubs with a great fan base and should be in a better league than what they're in. So we want the best for Dunfermline and Falkirk this season, don't we, in turn, Callum? I would almost go Falkirk, then Dunfermline, yeah. in terms of size well, well, and scope. Yeah, what, what, you, what would you, Ailey? Falkirk first, then Dunfermline, eh? I, I would say that. Wow, yeah. putting me on the spot here, well, Yeah, you? it's just to wind up that tube over there. <laughs> <laughs> so by by that, I should just say Falkirk. Falkirk every yeah. time, yeah, yeah. And also the boss... <laughs> Of the radio station is also um, a Falkirk fan, so it's right. always good to keep him aware in case you get sacked from Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Queen of the South won, Airdrie won. Right, let's move on to League Two. Uh, a win for East Fife at Albion Rovers by a goal to nil. Dumbarton, 4 0 winners against Annan. 2 2 between Forfar and Elgin. Still in Albion, winning 3 0 against Stenhouse Muir. Now, listen to this for a start of a match. So, Dale Carrick scores for Still in Albion after two minutes. And then Daniel Higgins is sent off for Stenhouse Muir after four minutes. So they're one 0 down and down to ten men after four minutes. If I you're mean, the manager, you're going for a pie in a ball. <laughs> you're and going. You're, and you're, and you're just going. And you're, and you're what's si- the point? And you're sitting in the bus <laughs> waiting for them to come out. You'd be absolutely livid. And it was two-two between Stranraer and Bonnyrigg, which means Bonnyrigg are still unbeaten, at seven points from a possible nine so far. So there we are. Uh, we've rattled through all the games at the weekend and uh, a couple other things we want to talk about. Um, obviously, there was the living. Tweet, did you see this? Um, about the choose Livingston, did you see it? I did see it, yes. It was thoughts, thought it was quite good. It was I quite think good. Livingston are social media quite game, join their social media game. I have to say, I yeah. hate them because, yeah, because, <laughs> because they've speared you a couple of they times. They have speared me so often. <laughs> see, last season they'd done me like a kipper twice, so that's why there's a bit of animosity between us. We also had Nairn County, uh, they were debuting a new snack. Did we see this? It was a donut. Sliced in half with a pie in the middle. Thoughts? Oh. See, pe- <laughs> your face, Peter, Ailey. I wish people could see this. It's a shame it's an audio. That's not form. a thing. Yeah. Apparently so. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, can, can, can I just say, people that put a pie in a roll are weird as well. No. And do you know, they batter it. Yeah. First. I yeah. mean. Would you put a pie in no. a roll? No, exactly. Because we've, we've got a bit of class about us. That's I what I couldn't think. disagree more. Would you put a pie in a roll? Everything tastes better on a roll. Savory. So do you do you do you butter your roll before you put a pie in it? Of course you do. You put a but, butter on a roll. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't do it like very That's often. That's like a double layer. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, correct. Oh. <laughs> nah, it's not for me. And do you put sauce on that as well? Yeah, you could put brown sauce. I'm not asking sauce. what you could. I know what you can put yeah. on it, but do you put it on it? I would do. Yeah, probably brown sauce. No, I mean, I, I just think you're you're missing out on a tremendous taste sensation if you're not putting a pie in a roll. My wife mm. puts pot noodle on a roll. Mm, no, I know she she <laughs> scoops at the noodles right and then. Puts it in a roll. No, but everything mm. tastes better on That's a roll or true. on a sandwich. I'd leave her if I were you. That's horrific. Have you I, never? I have, uh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> have you never put super noodles on toast? No. <laughs> Soggy toast with super noodles. No. no you, you, it doesn't. You don't leave. Don't let it seep in. You eat it quickly. No. It's you, just a. It's just wrong on so many levels. What are you looking at? What's wrong with Fife? Well, you live in the same house as me, so <laughs> I mean, good luck. That's so, dinner tonight, then. Yeah, that's dinner tonight. Super noodles and toast. Uh, right, let's move on. You are listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. The Big Scottish Football Podcast. Told you. With Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right. Thank you for all your suggestions. If Scottish football were a, it's our new game. 
Well, well, it's not really new because we've only been on for three or four episodes. So we asked you in the last episode which footballers, managers, referees, pundits would feature if Scottish football were capital cities. Now, Ailey, you're going to be the judge for this. You need to pick a winner. So obviously we gave you examples of London Dykes. Straight in there. Brussels Latipi, a particular favourite. Mm. Some of these are brilliant. So we've got Alan Brasilia. Oh, capital yep. of Brazil. Damascus Beasley. This is a little bit more obscure. The capital of Uzbekistan, Ryan Tashkent. That's quite good. Yeah, it's quite good. That's from Ross on Instagram. Uh, Jose Quito Ongo. Not sure. Yeah. Is that Uruguay? Not Uruguay. Ecuador. 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 That's for David McFarlane. Uh, Larry Kingston, obviously, straight in there. Uh, Nacho Porto Novo. Benin. Oh, I know. Okay, it's really high again. That one. Uh, that's from Stephen Sullivan, who's obviously got some sort of. Say that again. Did you know that a country called Benin exists? Benin. Yeah, it's Benin. Mm. Okay, yeah, Benin. It's not Benin. <laughs> Benin. <laughs> Where do you go for your holidays, Benin? Uh, <laughs> Kevin Muscat. Kevin Muscat is in there, obviously. Uh, Connor Washington DC. Uh, New Delhi Alley. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like that. Uh, Neil, Neil Leningrad. That was quite yes. good. I'm not sure. Is Leningrad a capital city? I don't think it was. Uh, Madrid Bouguera is also quite good. That's nah. from Mr. Smiley Face. Uh, Dion Dublin, obviously. Uh, Bobby Berlin. Bobby Lynn. Mm. Berlin, yeah. Uh, Nairobi Mutondo. That's good. That's good. I, I like, like that. that one. Yeah. Fashion Sakampala. <laughs> Uh, Cami Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do quite like that one. Uh, who else have we got? Zagreb Rudden. No, it doesn't really work for me. Uh, what else have we got here? Joe Cardiff. Cardiff. No, I'm getting no. bored now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Riga Charles Cook. Right, so thank you very much uh, for everyone who got in touch there. What are we going with? What, Damascus Beasley. I, I like Damascus Beasley. I, I like you- the, uh, the new Delhi Alley. Yeah, no, it was good. I yeah. thought New Delhi that was quite good. Yeah. What, what are you going good. with? You going, I like Tashkent as well. Yeah, Ryan Tashkent. Yeah, yeah. a bit more obscure. Uzbekistan. But you're going for the, the Damascus Beasley. I, I like Damascus Beasley. Well, yeah. you're the guest, you can decide. So you're going with that one. <laughs> yeah. Damascus Beasley, you're the winner. Let's well done it. to Ross on Instagram for that one. Well, right. Say, say well done, Ross. You'll well probably, done, Ross. You'll probably well hear done, it from Ross. you. Say it again, again. <laughs> Just, we'll get Ross, clean, well done. Well done, Ross. Stop bloody talking! We get a clean. So we can, just keep, can, can we get a clean one? And you talk constantly. <laughs> me. Life to get on with you. In. <clears throat> anyway, that was for you, Ross. Well done. For next week's episode, we want your suggestions. If Scottish football were fruit and veg, for what? example, Rio Hatatis. <laughs> Straight in there. Uh, Ailey rhubarb. Nice. Good. Yes. Ian McAuliflower. Oh, <laughs> uh, like that. <laughs> right, so you can tweet your suggestions at Big Football Scott for next week's episode. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. See if you ever decide to get married, never change your name. Okay. You've got such a great name, Ailey Barber. It is a great name. It's a brilliant name. You don't forget it. It's yeah. a name that people like to use both. Yes, they do. Quite often. Yeah. yeah. Which Why? is weird. <laughs> that is true. I don't well, know why. I get my full name quite a lot. Yeah, and no, it's not stage. It's that just that's your name. You didn't pick that. And I didn't. No, my parents picked it they for me. Yeah. I, do, um, do you have a middle name? I do. And Margaret. Oh, Mags. Don't don't, don't ever use that. Don't no. don't don't use that. No. I I don't have a middle name, but I was going to have, and my mum was like, right, my favourite football player is Kenny Dalglish, so it might have been Kenneth Stephen Kenneth Mill. Mm-hmm. 
are my dad's favourite player was Willie Miller, so my name would have been Stephen Willie Miller, which I thought would have been quite funny. I was like, I definitely would have called myself that. Um, so yeah, get in touch on that big football, Scott. If you've got any suggestions for that, and uh, remember, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, just search for the podcast name in the search bar, and the same on Instagram as well. You can get in touch there, just like Ross did with Damascus Beasley. Well done to you. Right, this is also what was his I'm, name? Ellie. Uh, what was his Ross. name? Ross. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well done. Okay, sharp, honestly. Right, this is one of my favourite parts of the show. Ailey, if you're not familiar, we read out um, insults about you and Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to keep cutting it down every week because there are so many, basically. So, uh, in reaction to Hibs 1, Hearts 1, this is from one of your tweets, Ewan. Uh, Jordan calls you a specky freak, so that's good. (laughs) Stephen Watson says, has you and Cameron's patter not been cancelled yet? No, unfortunately not. Uh, Let's go to Graham now. You know the football is back when you and Cameron is making a total fud of, of himself again. That's very good. Hello to Michelle. Um, grow up, you're not fit to like Grant Stott's boots, apparently. Oh, oh, oh. Dragging Grant Stott into the debate about hearts and hips and I'm not fit to lick his boots. Yeah, I know. And not lace. Lick. Lick. <laughs> it's a strange yeah. phrase. Yeah, exactly. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah, Michelle's obviously... I've, have you ever mixed. licked a boot? I've never licked a boot. I've never licked no. a boot, You no. ever licked a boot, Ailey? No. no. Yeah, you laced the boot, though. Yeah. I put laces in, yeah. Aye. Yeah. We were talking Can about... Can I please bring this up? Yeah, okay, right. So I was in the flat last night, and I was just minding my business, and Stephen came and he'd had a good few pints. Sunday sesh, you know. I was like watching the football. Then got his new trainers out, which cost him £140 and spent a lot of time telling me about how great these trainers are. Don't start because you won't start. They are, they're so good. Uh huh. But he had to take the laces out to put them in the washing machine. Uh-huh. And then he I, went, oh, I, so bought, I, bought de- I bought a delicates bag. Because <laughs> I've just used them quite often and I thought they need a wash. Oh, so they're not just out the box new? No, 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 no. no. I was going to say, you want to go and wash your shoes? No, no, no. I've had them for about three months and they're honestly, they're so good. They're very comfortable. Well, anyway, carry so you on. took the laces out, washed the shoes, and then went. I will need to go to Timpsons or something to get them relaced. And I went to Timpsons, and he's never laced a trainer. And he doesn't understand that you can do that yourself. So you, wait, it, what? So, um, so Any time you get shoes or trainers, you take They're it, laced. Yeah, but you take it to Timpsons for them to lace it for you. Well. Yeah, they Every would do time. it for you, yeah. I know they do it Timpsons for you. is an amazing place. You can get everything in Timpsons. <laughs> you can get your watch fixed, you yeah, can get a key what, cut, and I you know, can get your laces done. And they'll fix your heels and all sorts of things. <laughs> I Brilliant know place, do. Timpsons. And if your soles falling off, they'll staple them back together. 100%. But you get your laces done by Timpsons. They only charge a few quid. It's fine. But this is what gets me. Is like I'm going to take my shoe off. I know it's an audio podcast, but you can. I'm just picturing me holding a shoe. How can you think that looks complicated to do? <laughs> well, how do you how do you get it in? Like no, how do you get it in what? Are you about to say how do you get it in the hole? No, like how do you get it to weave like that? What? It's not knitting. It's, no. it's, it's just crossover, so you take the left lace. I mean, where do you start? It's <laughs> the bottom. Bottom. I can't believe this is happening. You genuinely take it to Timpsons. Aye. You have too much time on your hands. I don't have enough time. That's why I take it to Timpsons. You're like a six year old man who's learning to tie a shoelace. There's the loads of things that I'm capable of. But the lace in our shoes, not one of them. So you drive to Timpsons. There's a Timpsons just around the corner from me. I walk to Timpsons. Do they not laugh at you when you walk in and you ask for them to lace your shoes for you? 
They must talk about you in the back room. <laughs> well, they're, they're just sat there in the room going, I can't believe I, this boy's back again. I am shocked by this. I thought everybody did that. Nobody <laughs> oh, really did that. No, no. No. You treat lacing trainers like it's dry cleaning. Yeah. Like someone has to do it Can for I you. also point out, I have used Timpsons on numerous occasions to change a battery in my watch, etc., etc. Things like that. Yeah, I, so never, I never knew that they laced trainers. Did you know that? I didn't know that you could get anyone to lace trainers <laughs> for you how, a, how does it happen because presumably like there's like obviously the shoe companies have got machines that do it <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, what is, what's so ridiculous about that <laughs> it's not a complicated <laughs> oh my God. You, you, your shoe looked more complicated than do you, like take, do you want me to take, see after this? I'll take the laces out and I'll show you how easy it is to do. I don't have time for that. I, <laughs> so I don't have time look at all how for good that. my laces look. Do you like my laces, Ailey? They're lovely. I did that myself. Did you? Aye. Amazing. No machine did that for me. I, I think I, you know, sometimes you get trainers and they oh, just you've do them. Crisscross. Yeah, <gasps> I like a crisscross. Yeah, you've done that really well. So sometimes you get them and they're straight. Yes. You have to take them out and crisscross them. Correct. Yeah. But you've also you quite got, particular about that. I just feel like they tie better in a crisscross. Yes. Mm. And that bit at the bottom of your trainer where you've actually got a band right across the foot of the, the, the lace and then you crisscross it all the way up and yeah. you've got in a double knot as well. Oh, you've got to. I can't I be doing with them untying on you on yeah. when it's wet outside as well. Ailey knows her stuff. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, just maybe, to maybe. clarify, I can tie my shoelaces, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can tie my shoelaces. That's not the issue. You just can't lace it's, a shoe. It's getting the laces there yeah. that's sometimes okay. the problem, and I okay. don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Uh, right, uh, Ellie Barber is our guest today, so welcome to the Barber Shop, our next part <laughs> of the podcast. I like that's, the name. That's it, Callum. Yeah, exactly. That's where I get my kicks. The, the Barber Shop, that's what we've got there. So, Stephen Wren, down, look at that. The barber shop. Are you ready, Ailey Barber, for some quick fire questions from you and Cameron? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Have we got any music with us? Yeah, I've got the music. So, the barber shop. <laughs> quick fire questions. Don't be thinking about it. First thing comes to your head. You ready, Ailey? Yeah. Chris Boyd or James McFadden? Oh, come on. <laughs> First thing comes to your head. <laughs> comes to my head. First thing comes to your head. In what context? Just James Boyd or James McFadden? No, Chris Boyd James, James Boyd. <laughs> James <laughs> Boyd. James Boyd or Chris, Chris McFadden. I'll go for James Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You gave her an out there. You gave her an out. She took it. Air guitar or air drums? Guitar. Tyne Castle or Easter Road? Tyne Castle. I oh, love you. Uh, tattoos or piercings? Mm. Tattoos? I don't know. I don't oh. really, I, I don't really have just, either of them. I'm just trying to figure out what that means about you. Uh, well, uh, BBC or Sky? <laughs> Come on, you gotta pick one. I can't pick one. <laughs> Sky. <laughs> Roller coasters or water slides? Water slides. Callum Davidson, should he stay or should he go? He should stay. Looks or personality? Personality. Phone in bathroom or no phone in bathroom? Phone in bathroom. Correct. Everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, football Must or golf? Brushing your teeth. <laughs> football or golf? Hard one as well. Football. Woody or Buzz? Buzz. Steak pie or mince pie? Steak. Puppies or kittens? Kittens. To win the league, Celtic or Rangers? Uh, it's a toss of a coin. Uh, Celtic. And that ends the barber shop. Yeah. Or we not do quite. Have, well, well, not quite. We'll get to that in just a few seconds. Just a couple of follow up questions. Um, you know, obviously, 
your career has been phenomenal for the best part of a decade now in terms of we were chatting before the show about all the doors that you knocked on, all the rejections and all the rest there. Is there anything left that you want to tick off the bucket list? Because obviously, you know, face of Sky Sports, Scottish football, you've done the Masters Golf as well, which is just so cool, the mm. Open and all the rest of it. So is there anything else where you think, also you've hosted Scotland matches at major tournaments and stuff like that. So is there anything else on the bucket list that you're like, yep, I want to do that? Loads. So much. Olympics, um, Men's World Cup. I've never done a Men's World Cup. Yeah. Um, I love... Like I'd, I'd love to do the Scottish Cup. I don't do the Scottish Cup anymore. Right love yeah. the Scottish Cup. Oh, um, die. Yeah, get yeah. to do the FA Cup, but yeah. you know something special about your own yeah, national totally, cup competition, isn't totally. there? Um, yeah, load, loads of different stuff. Um, do you see yourself? Events. Do you see yourself ever going to America? Yeah. Do you fancy the idea of going there and doing like American football, the basketball, MLS, On, like, w- all that kind of stuff? It would be more the sports I would know. So. Yeah, probably like MLS, MLS and WSL, like something like that. Or, I mean, the Premier League's massive over there. Now. That's it's true. Massive. When I've been over in the States and watched the Premier League coverage, mm. on, I think it's on NBC at the yeah. moment, it's so super slick. It's just, like, it's so good. Yeah. Like, and, and that's no disrespect to what we've got here in the UK, but it, all the graphics, all the, yeah. like, everything, it's so souped up, isn't it? Yeah, and they don't have the same sort of broadcasting restrictions. They're on from... The twelve, yep. the twelve thirty kickoff, three right o'clock. through yeah. the whole day, all mm-hmm. the three o'clock games. You can pretty much watch every single game live. So, yeah, they, they have they have those options as well. You know, yeah. it makes they can pick on the it, best games. That's what we always, you know. Yeah. Why do we not pick the best games of the weekend? Well, because there's broadcasting restrictions. Yeah. It but makes sports scene look like student telly, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sports scene looks like student telly up against <laughs> most things. If the, we're honest, the um, I mean, have you seen the production values on that show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from someone who worked on STV2, mate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit cheeky. Like, it was like North Korea television. <laughs> Filmed on a Nokia 3310. I can say that because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, what was your show called again? The, uh, was it the Ewan Cameron show? Well, STV2 was actually called Ewan Cameron Telly because I was on it all that one yeah. night. I was on it quite a bit. Yeah, you had your late night chat show. Had my late night chat show, yes. I interviewed some of the biggest stars in the world and on that nobody show. nobody watched it. There was five people one night <laughs> when I interviewed the one and only Kim Cattrall, Steve Carell and Kirsten Wig. I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. Five people tuned in that night. That was a big night. That was a mm. huge night. Yeah. Anyway, sad times. SDV2, <laughs> RIP. Um, Ailey, you just mentioned something there. Like, does it not do your boxing that you get tweeted stuff like why are you not showing this game why are you not showing that game because it's nothing to do with you you're the presenter mm. there's a lot of things <laughs> I get tweeted about that's nothing to do with me <laughs> totally, but how do you deal with that as well because like it must be do you just switch off your notifications or do you, no, I just don't really read them yeah. to be honest yeah Twitter is an angry place yeah. it can I'm be a, I'm, I'm, I like to have a more positive outlook on life so no I, I genuinely don't really read much mm-hmm. um, I don't really use Twitter's a news feed more for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, mm. I don't engage with people. You like to get engaged with people. I, I, I can't be bothered getting engaged with people. See, the difference is, is that I actually bring it on myself <laughs> by, yes. by, by the things that I tweet. <laughs> I, I, yes. yeah. I enjoy the banter, you enjoy, I enjoy the rivalry and all that stuff. And there, there's, there's good, bad and indifferent when it comes to Twitter. But can I take you back to the Women's European Championships? And uh, you, Having worked in television myself, I know that moment when you read that script, which was linking into the Alex Scott documentary, you got a lot of stick for that. 
on Twitter. Everyone's saying this was your opinion. Mm. That was a pro. That that for me, I was really annoyed for you. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't an opinion. It was no. like you say, it was a link into a piece. Um, There's but no context. It, Twitter's like Chinese yeah. whispers. Yeah. So and that's a lot of the reason I don't get engaged with it and I don't get involved with it yeah. because it's very easy to say something on Twitter and for that to be taken as fact. Yes. Um about anything. But that like, whole bit was taken out of context, which really angered me because we've all worked in the media, we know how these things work and things yeah, we do. Yeah, that, that's the problem. That's a big difference. I, I think Ellie's yeah, right. Know, you know there's a lot of people who who don't realize that's how it But works. but then but then before you jump to a conclusion and you're making an opinion on somebody... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but that's, that's Twitter. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm. That's yeah, the I, problem. I know, but it's so irritating because all Ailey was doing was her job. Yeah. She was reading a script that somebody else had written off the autocue that linked into a documentary. And they, and they, they jumped on as if to say that's Ailey's yeah. opinion, and it wasn't. Well, there's this one guy that I actually follow on Twitter, and I don't know if you follow him as well. He's called Ewan D. Cameron. Aye. He's the worst. <laughs> the worst <laughs> of the worst. Yeah. Honestly. I've, I've never horrendous. been positive about Ailey when everyone's tweeted each other. <laughs> yeah, I've cool. never had a pop Ailey. She's great at what she does, again, because I've made her the person that she is today. Uh, We're also usually have. talking about your dog, so... We are. We're that. always talking about my dog. We do love so dogs. So you have got the same dog? Not the same no. dog, but the same breed of dog? Yes, no, we do. Marvin's got a rock Yes, right. yeah. yes, and we have uh, talked about going for a walk, but my dog's just had an operation. Are the dogs related? Mm. Uh, no. Are they from the same litter? No. I don't think they are, are they? No, no, not. no. So no. You're, not, no. you're not blood related? No, we're not blood related, no. no. Okay, no but we are going to go for a walk once uh, Harley, my dog, is a bit better because she's had a just leg a operation. Quick one. Um, whatever time you tell him, <laughs> add another 20 minutes before that. Because <laughs> am I allowed to bring this up? So, well, you, I mean, as you saw today, I, I, I'm very really punctual. punctual. Yeah. You are, and you were 50 minutes early today. I think that's really professional. I work with Marvin on Super Scoreboard. It's on Clyde 1 6 late on weeknights on Saturdays, 2 till 6. Um, <laughs> and Marvin does a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but he thinks two minutes is punctual. Mm, it does my absolute <laughs> head in. So, is, is he here for 6 o'clock? No, he was 12 minutes late for the show once. Okay. <laughs> he walked in at 6.12. The show starts at 6. Right. How and does, does that, that work? How do you deal with it? How does that work when you go to the airport? Like, are you... Oh, are I you mean, the... I'm not even talking going to the airport. I'm just talking about getting out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Yeah. It... So if I yeah. meet him for a walk with my dog and his dog in the park, <laughs> I should turn up 20 minutes later than what we've already scheduled for. 20 minutes is harsh 20 minutes is harsh 12, 10, 15 I would say maybe 10 10 minutes Yeah, maybe 10 So um, before we let you go, Ailey um, We do have a Have you ever questions That we we, we asked Richard Foster last week But do you know what? I don't think we ask you these questions I don't think we need to find out If you skinny dipped or not Because you're the queen (laughs) The queen of Scottish broadcasting I grew up in the countryside, you <laughs> and, and Richard Foster's like the footman who, um, if you're the queen. But if you want to go through these very quickly, you can. Um, have you ever skinny dipped? Actually, probably not. I think I've always kept my pants on. <laughs> have you ever thrown a sickie? Yes. From telly? No, not from telly. Okay. Have you ever smoked a joint? No. Have you ever sang in public? Yes, all the time. <laughs> I love karaoke. <laughs> What's your karaoke song? Oh, I've got lots, but I do like a bit of Journey. Oh, don't stop yeah. believing it. Don't stop believing it. Yeah, yeah although, they, who was singing it recently at football stadium? I thought, oh, no, don't ruin that song for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that is a real problem. When you yeah. see other fans of other clubs and you're like, I used to like that song. Yeah, exactly. That's a nightmare. Have you ever ridden a horse? Yes, used to have a horse. 
Did you? What yeah. was the name of it? Harvey. Oh, nice. Now, I oh! said this last week. Ask her. Horses are like big dogs, aren't they? They respond to their name and they come across and you can pet them and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, they so just you're... want food, just like dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if Harvey was on the other side of the field and you were going, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey would come running. Oh, yeah. All right, Flying so it's like a dog then. I told you. A giant dog then. Yeah. Uh, finally, have you ever stolen something? Probably. Aye, we all have, eh? Yeah. Yeah. You stole in a career. Right, let's move on. We should just end it with No, because I'm going to spare you some more in a second. So, uh, as always, we end the episode uh, with some questions from you lot. So you can send us Ask Me Anything. You can send them in on at Big Football Scott. More importantly, we mean anything. Any question you want answered, tweet us at Big Football Scott. So, one question for each of us from Twitter this week. So, let's start with Paddy. Paddy has asked you and Cameron and myself. If and Daly. And Daly. If you had to pick Celtic or Rangers to support, who would you pick? What a stupid question. It's an awful that question. It's a stupid I, I, question. I, I, I think it's a really intriguing question. Because I don't think it is. If Celtic and Rangers are the only football clubs in Scotland and you were born in Scotland, which one do you think you would support? That's it's a stupid question. Does nobody is. want to answer that question? No, no, I I would answer that by saying neither. But he's not asking that. The options are Celtic or Rangers. And I would still say neither. Well, I'm going to be very honest and upfront and I'm going to answer the question because I'm not a bottler like the rest of you <laughs> in the studio. I'm not bottling I'm it. I'm not bottling it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, answer the question then. So in the late 1970s into the 80s, I used to collect football cards, the Panini football cards, and they were much sought after in, for my generation. And one of the most sought after cards was Sandy Jardin when he played for Rangers. So I had an affection for Rangers because of Sandy Jardin, and then he moved to Hearts in 1982. So from that basis, I would choose Rangers. Well, the colour me shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, I've supported Celtic over the years. I followed them all around Europe under Martin O'Neill and I turned up in Seville and I wanted Celtic to win. I've never seen a media box celebrate the way they celebrated when Henrik Larsson scored that goal against Boa Vista in the semi-finals to get to the final. And that was in a magical time. But there again, I was jumping up and down when Rangers got to Manchester to the UEFA Cup final. But if I had to choose one... It would be Rangers, based on Sandy Jardin. Okay. So that's my answer. So what's your answer? My answer's still neither. Oh, you're a bottler. No, I'm, I'm genuinely not a bottler. Like, I you're a bottler. If you had a choice no, between the two. But, but this is the whole premise oh, of the he's question. Scared. He's scared. I'm not. You're scared. I'm absolutely you're not. You're scared. I'm about to go on and say something. I'm about to go and say something. So what I would say is, this is, well, you know, I'm, I'm from Dunfermline, grew up in Fife. As soon as I moved through to Glasgow, the question that annoyed me more than anything was like, who do you support? I support Dunfermline. Ah, but who do you who's really? your big team? Aye, who's, who's your big team? <laughs> who do you really support? And I'm like, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. I go into every weekend hoping that both Celtic and Rangers lose their matches because I want another team to win the league. Never in my lifetime has another Scottish football team won the top flight. And I think that's sad. Well, Dunfermline are never winning it. And St. No. Johnson are certainly never winning it. No, no we've had our trophies. <laughs> no, all right. I think St. Johnson have done all right, to <laughs> be honest okay. with you. Um, Next question. Does it not well, annoy you? see, I, I'm the other way around. I want them to win every weekend. 
because then they're taking points off teams around St Johnston. <laughs> so, well, that's a good as long as they're not playing St Johnston, I, I'm quite happy for them both to keep winning. Yes. As a Dunfermline fan, that's not been a concern of mine for quite some time. Uh, right, let's move on to the next question. If you could change the nationality of any current player to play for Scotland, who would you pick? Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski? Oh, good shout. We just, we just need goals. I'm quite comfortable, we just need goals. The only thing... I would say about that he's quite old. He is quite old, but still. But I mean, I mean, he's, this oh, he's is, obviously this is, a tremendous player. This yeah. is like a sort of weird world where you can pick a player and they yes. never age. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. That's fine. Right. Okay. Lewandowski is a great shout. I would go with Mohamed Salah because not mm. only does he create, but he also scores goals. Mm-hmm. Salah for me. I would go for Mbappe. I oh, Mbappe's a good show. Oh, I did see. Uh, did you see the video of him? It's so the good. I know when he went in a huff. It's so like the, the PSG are breaking, and Mbappe's making a run down the left hand side, and I, I can't remember who it was, and they played the ball down the right hand side, and Mbappe just goes, oh, and then just goes, he marches <laughs> off walks to away. The side. And the thing is, had he kept running, he'd have got the goal. He'd have got the goal. He would back have post. tapping at the back post, and he just totally spat the dummy. But uh, aren't they saying that like he's pretty much picking the team now? Yeah. Mbappe. yeah. By the way, what a front three that would be for Scotland: Lewandowski, Salah. And Mbappe I think we'd probably win Quite a lot of matches I think we would aye. Yeah, I think We might actually it. make it To a World Cup yeah. yeah You know what's interesting though Like obviously we do need a striker That's the, that's the sort of thing That's crying out But We're going to need a goalkeeper Soon as well And I mm-hmm. think that's going to be A problem in the next few years Because Craig Gordon Can't go on forever I mean he looks like he might John McLaughlin well, How old is he? 33 something. 33, 34 Something like that I guess he could still play For another 5 or 6 mm-hmm. years yeah. But I don't think he's quite at that level of no. a Craig Gordon or a no. Alan McGregor. Uh, right, next one. This is, is where a... St. Johnson fans are just going to me, say Xander Clark. But By no. the way, he's where, gone. No, he's where, got a club. Where is Xander Clark? He's got a club. What's no. he doing? What's that all about? I don't know. What happened there? I mentioned that at the weekend and I googled him and I was like, he's, he's, got, no he's club. not got a club. He's mm. such a good keeper. Yeah, crazy. Very, very, very odd. Uh, right, finally, we'll go this one. Is there a bias against smaller teams on Clyde One Super Scoreboard in the west of Scotland? Like Greenock Morton, for example. Little or no mention. If there is, it's only 30 seconds and dismissive. This is a genuine inquiry. We hear about Motherwell, Partick Thistle and Clyde Bank. This is for intern Callum because you're also the producer on Super Scoreboard as well. That's from... Uh, I, I, don't, I can't say that out loud, so there you go. What's that? Lock Tom. What's wrong with that? Is it Lock Tom? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I only put that in because I thought this person might think, oh, he won't answer that, so I'll answer it. And the, the, <laughs> the answer is Lock Tom. It's supply and demand. If people want to phone in and talk about Greenock Morton or Queen's Park or any of those other tiny wee clubs, they're more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this they're is more a producer. Than to. Uh, um, can, can I just say he says that, but he doesn't mean it? Yeah. Because. If truth be told, Celtic and Rangers is what drives Scottish football, whether we like it or not. They just do. Look at Sky, look at the BBC. You look at the Premiership coverage. It's mostly Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Spurs, Chelsea. It's just the way of the world. You look at the Spanish TV deal. It's Barcelona and Real Madrid. You look at Italy with Juventus, Inter Milan and AC Milan. It's just the way of the world and that's just the way it goes. Whether you like it or not, unfortunately, that's what it is. If you want to talk about Morton, you can call, but we won't answer. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> definitely not true. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that's getting edited out. Uh, at Big Football, Scott, if you've got any questions for us next week, but I think that's just about it. Is it? Yeah, it's just about it. We I have been talking by. for nearly an hour. Yeah, well, I can see that it's 54 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And we've all, by the way, what length should a podcast be? I have no idea. I listen to some that are 20 minutes, some that are an hour. What's your, what's your go-to podcast? 
Um, I've got a few different ones at the moment. I'm listening to one called "We Can Do Hard Things." Okay, <laughs> gets me through. Gets me through the, the day. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's good. It was a book. A girl, Glennon Doyle, who is now married to Abby Wambach, who was the oh, American yes. Yes. striker, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she wrote a book on lockdown called "Untamed," which was uh, a very good read. So they have this podcast, and basically they just bitch about the world. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we've done for nearly an hour now. So, uh, Ailey Barber, thank you very much for joining us. All the best with your various endeavours over the course of the season. Of course, you'll see you on Sky Sports and on the BBC as well, and God knows where else. But thank you very much for being on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Thank you for having me. No it's problem at all. Yeah, it's been great. And thank you to you, you and Cameron, for yes, again making an arse of yourself. Yes, on a and, um, basis. and tell Marvin I'll see him in the park soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that'll terrifying for Marvin, really. <laughs> uh, so, listen, thank you uh, for listening to the show and for tweeting in as well you can always get us at Big Football Scotland on Twitter we're on Facebook we're on Instagram episodes out every single Monday and all your usual podcast providers so join us then and join us next week for another show bye bye